All right, everybody, this is Coach Arnie. Welcome back to the second half. This is episode 122. And, you know, I was kind of struggling with the title, but we're going to go with putting the right people on the bus. That's right. We're going to get into some coaching today. So, but before we get there, don't forget to um, check me out on all the different social media platforms TikTok, Twitter, Real Coach Arnie, uh, Arnie Fonseca Jr. at LinkedIn and Facebook, Coach Arnie F on Instagram, Coach Arnie on, on Facebook. Um, you can also go to my website, arniefonseca.com. You can also uh, call or text me, 602-390-9144. You can Google me, Arnie Fonseca Jr. So, um, yeah, episode 122. And, you know, I've talked about attracting people and and um, stuff like that. But when you're building teams... You know, I'm an an old football coach, wrestling coach, um, baseball, almost every sport you can imagine. I've either been involved with or coached. And um, the beautiful thing about sports is that, like it or not, it's about winning. Just the way it is. Because everybody enjoys winning. Now, obviously... It's the journey, it's the, uh, the lessons involved from not winning, but it's the th- stuff we learn from working hard, the preparation, the, the camaraderie, the being down and pulling yourself up and working your way through major problems and succeeding and celebrating. These are all things that we all cherish. And when it does happen, we need to embrace it. We need to celebrate it and remember it because there are many, many memories that I have in my life around winning important things as a coach, as an athlete or finishing something that you put everything into. There's nothing, there's no greater memory. None. And, and as a coach, I want as many people to experience that as possible. I mean, one of the things that I love doing is is taking people down to the Grand Canyon for their first experience, whether it's to the river or all the way across and back. There's no greater joy than watching their faces as they light up, as they finish coming up, you know, Bright Angel Trail or South Kaibab Trail. The absolute joy. Because I know what I felt like. I know what it felt like to accomplish that feat. And I want nothing more than for somebody else to experience that. Or, you know, whether a young person playing football or winning a wrestling match or, or doing his absolute best or her absolute best in any kind of competition, knowing that they prepared and they did everything they could to win and did the best they could. There's no greater feeling than that. And that'll keep bringing you back as well. They'll bring you back because... The emotional feedback from that kind of experience is is overwhelming, and um, it can go the other way too. If it's 
if it's a bad experience, if it's if it's something that didn't feel good, you know what I call a level two experience, and you may not want to figure out what makes it feel good. You may just want to leave it. What I call a one-off. You did it. It's out of the way. It's kind of like when I did my second hundred. After I did my first hundred, I made so many mistakes. Hundred mile run. I made so many mistakes. I knew I was coming back. I knew it. I don't know how or where or when, but I knew I was coming back. And um, after I finished, one of the gentlemen that was coaching me, um, he said, you know, you don't have to do it again. And I kind of felt relieved. Because the next time I did 100, it was going to be on my terms. And you know what? That was going to be this year. That was going to be in a couple months at the Grand Canyon. I had it all planned out. I had my schedule for the year set. And then um, stuff happened. Stuff happened. So um, it's not going to work out this year, but it's going to happen next year. Because I was going to do a double-double, which would have been close to 100 miles. And um, so there I was, choosing to go the distance again, but on my terms. On my terms. And um, so getting back to our topic um, about teams and winning and coaching, there's no greater responsibility for a coach or a manager, and I think all managers need to be coaches, to put the right people on the bus. What does that mean? Well, looking at it like a team competition. If I have the right players on my bus, on my bench, then I can solve just about any problem. I can solve just about any problem because I've got all the right people. I've got all the right pieces. I got all the tools I need to solve the problem. It's like a great mechanic. You know, I have a friend, a good client, and I go through his garage once in a while, and he's got the greatest toolbox. He's got every tool in there you can imagine. There isn't a problem he can't solve, in my mind. That's why I look at that toolbox. And that's kind of the way I look at a team, a coach, that continually strives to find the right players to put on his bus because at some point he's going to go you know we got this just about anything that pops up we're going to be able to take care of I got so and so and so and so and so and so I'll be able to take care of that and when you get the right people on the bus you want to take care of those people that's right you want to take care of those people because they're going to take care of you you know what a a great leadership quote is your title as manager, captain, president, leader, okay, that gives you a title. But the people, your team, gives you the leadership that you're looking for. They give it to you because they solve the problems. So it's one thing to have a name. It's another thing to have people that can get things done and so that everybody can win. 
And that's true leadership. That's what coaching does. And it's not the coach. It's the result. It's what the people on the bus will do. So the key is not just to put anybody on the bus. But eventually what you have to do is you have to attract the right people because you have the right mission, the right cause, the right temperament, whatever it might be. Maybe you have the right problems. You know, a lot of people are attracted to a problem that they have passion for, they want to solve. So if you have the right problems, mission, if you have the right temperament, then you're going to attract the right people, the right players on your bus. And once you're loaded up with all the right people, you're going to be able to solve problems. You can solve the problems. Don't you worry about that. But remember, you can't, you know, solve problems with anybody. And you can't just have anybody solve any problem. They can try. So, it's important to figure out how to, how to attract the right people to put on the bus. And, um, you know, one of the things to really embrace about all this is that, you know, it's not just um, looking for people, attracting people that have the, the skills. You know, I have found in, in my life that sometimes the people with the most skill didn't have the best heart. You know, sometimes the people with the most skill, when things didn't go well, they left. You know why they left? Because they knew they can get on with somebody else. But it's that person that has to work a little harder to keep up, that buys into the vision of what you're trying to do. That person, if he's treated right, or her, if she's treated right, they'll stick around forever. They'll stick around forever. And, um, So finding those people, attracting those people, putting them on the bus, taking care of them will provide you the opportunity, like my client with the big toolbox, to solve just about any problem you can imagine. Any problem you can imagine. I truly believe that. Alright guys, episode 122 of the second half. And we are rolling along here. And uh, please subscribe to the show. Please share the episode. And um, I love you guys. I really do love you. And um, I'll see you next time.